0: G'day Toy Power listeners, Frank here. As you might have worked out, this is a bit, of, a bit of a different episode today. Basically, scheduling sucks, real life is a thing, and we've kind of been unable to get together for an episode this week. And if I'm honest, we're probably still recovering from Toy Fair just a little bit. But don't worry, we're not going to leave you hanging. In fact, we thought we'd go back into the archives to bring you an episode that probably not many of you have heard. You'd have to be one of our first and longest ever listeners to have heard this. This comes from episode 11. That's right, before we even hit triple digits. Episode 11, it's actually a bit of a clip show in itself where there was a couple of quizzes from a couple of earlier episodes that never really made it to air, and we sort of spliced them into one episode. One of those episodes features James Etock, um, if you can hear him, the uh, audio quality at that stage is a long way from what it is now. Uh, I think we were still using SingStar mics at that stage and trying to Zoom James E-Talk from Trent's toy room was problematic at best. Uh, so enjoy this for the, uh, the retro charm that it is. Don't worry, we will be back next week. Uh, but for now, enjoy this blast from the past. <coughs>
1: Hello and welcome to Toy Power. This is your podcast where we talk toys and all things pop culture. I'm Trent and today we've got a slightly different episode for you. Generally when we record an episode of Toy Power we do try and throw in a quiz. So a couple of questions that we ask the other guys and um, try and bamboozle and baffle as best as we can. Uh, So we've got three quizzes that we've recorded over the the history of the, the show that we haven't yet aired. So this is an opportunity to get those out there. Um, So you'll see some special guests come back. We've got uh, James Etok and Frank joining Darren, Ben, and myself. So feel free to see how you go. Feel free to post in the comments as well if you've scored better than we have. Um, And if you've got any suggestions for questions you want asked as part of the quiz on a future Toy Power episode, feel free to submit them um, to us. Um, And, yeah, we'll try and include them in a future podcast. So enjoy the quiz. Um, But we thought we'd start off uh, this edition of Toy Power with a slight quiz. And the way this quiz is going to work is there's, there's three categories. And between you guys, Frank, Ben and Darren, you have to pick, I guess, the category of questions that you want to answer. So I'll give you the categories and you can work out amongst yourselves which ones you want to tackle. So there's a movie and TV section, a toy section, and a section on all things mask.
2: I'll take the toys, shotgun toys. <laughs> I'll
3: take the movies and television
1: section. All right. Section. So that leaves you, Frank, with the probably the toughest... Uh, or most specific yeah, set of questions. Pointed. It is, it's pointed. So uh, we'll hand over the, the mic to uh, to Frank because uh, mask is the first question. So question one. In mask, each of the masks had a different name and power. Name a mask, and that can be any mask, worn by mask leader and philanthropist, Matt Tracker.
0: Oh, God, you are stretching my memory banks. You're right. They all had different names and powers. Ah. Um, uh, his was a pretty generic power. It was just like a like a, a laser blast kind of thing. Um, there was others. It was like lifter and all these sorts of ones. Bruce Sato, I think, was a guy's name. Um, I want to say Spectre, but I don't think that's right.
1: Oh, you're so close, so close.
0: Or spectral or something. Um, nah, that's about all. Spectre and blast attack or something. I can't, can't go much more specific than that I'm afraid. No. Nah,
1: very good. Very close. I think the one you were looking for was Spectrum. Mm, Spectrum. Spectrum, yeah. Spectrum on. So yep. yeah, that's probably half a point there I reckon. <laughs> so <laughs> true or false, Miles Mayhem had a twin brother called Maxim Mayhem.
0: I know there was the split second line where there was two Miles Mayhem figures. One of them had like a an eye patch thing. So I'm going to go with Yes.
1: Yep, spot on. Yep. Uh, Maxim Mayhem was the, the twin brother. And he appeared in the uh, basically the racing series yep. uh, in animation I had as well. That toy so yeah. Cool. Yep. I think I might have even bought it off you. So <laughs> <laughs> Okay, question three. Mask stands for Mobile Armoured Strike Command with a K. Mm-hmm. What does
0: Venom stand for? You, you were gonna ask that. <laughs> um it's going to be something equally as dorky. We are, we are talking about the 80s after all. Um I want to say uh villainous evil network of network of madness or mayhem.
1: That is that that's worth a point. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Vicious evil network of mayhem. So yeah. Like 4 out of Close. the 5. So very good. Okay, question number 4. Which venom character pilots the vehicle Piranha. Uh, Slyrax. Yep, spot on, beautiful. Uh, And final question for the mask set of questions. True or false? John DiMaggio, who performed the voice of Bender in the TV series Futurama, took his inspiration from the voice of T-Bob in the mask cartoon series. What? True or false? True or false. John DiMaggio.
0: Yeah, yeah, Bender. I can't imagine that's true. (laughs) That's just the the two are poles apart. T Bob was, T Bob was like, ah, he was like Snarf and Orko, but the worst and Jar Jar Binks all combined together, and the worst elements of all of them. Um, I'm gonna go with. Sounds so ridiculous it might be true, but I've got to go false.
1: Yeah, no, nah, spot on. Couldn't fool you with that one. <laughs> false, false is the answer. So I think that's a pretty good outcome. So I think we'll go four and a half out of five yeah, there yeah. for Frank. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well done, friend. Okay, the next. Uh, who's up for toys? Okay. Now this one of these is really hard, but uh, help. but, but, but are, are, I'm confident you'll be able to get I'm the other four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, you can, you can get. Everyone in for the last question. Uh, last question, five, you can get other okay. people involved. Okay, so in question one. Name two Masters of the Universe figures from the Vintage line that had a water-squirting
2: feature. Uh, Cobra Khan and uh, uh, bla- uh, Dragon Blaster Skeletor.
1: Oh, Yep, spot on. Very nice. Good work. Yep, you yep, could have gone Spout as well. That was the one I was thinking of as but, well, among them. Okay, so question two. In the toyline Battle Beasts, what element defeated water?
2: Uh, wood.
1: Yep. And do you remember the, yeah, just for bonus? You know, I, yeah. I was going to say, what, how did wood defeat water?
2: No, no idea. Uh, Rock, (laughs) paper, scissors. Yeah. I
1: always remember it as a kid because it's wood floats on water. Right. It's like, well, I don't know if that defeats it, but we'll we'll take it anyway. That's the correct answer. Okay, Okay. question three. Toy companies would often reuse moulds. In the toy line Demolition Man, yes. Sylvester Stallone's character reused molds from which previous toy? Yeah, new Adventures He-Man. Yeah, oh.
2: spot on. I that you <laughs> yes, yep. so was new Adventures He-Man.
3: I,
1: you know, <laughs> I hadn't even yeah, thought <laughs> of that. New Adventures He-Man. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. This is uh, so. There's two options for this next question. In the Dino Riders toy line by Tycho, which faction rode on the Stegosaurus? Was it A. the Dino Riders or B. the Rulons?
2: Can I look at your toys? You Does can. It, uh, um, the The Rulons.
1: Incorrect. It's the uh, It's the Dino Riders.
2: Sorry, I meant yeah. the good guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah.
1: You yeah, no brain box on yeah. on that one. Right.
2: I, I was thinking good guys, and I don't know why. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. All right. Now I think yeah. well
1: we know what yeah. you meant, so yeah. we'll give you that one because yeah. it's it's good. And it, look, this is a tricky one, yeah. so you might not have. But you might be able to come up with something I hadn't thought of. Yeah. Okay. So in the Vintage Masters of the Universe line, yeah. Sir Rod had an action feature of shooting sparks yes. through his mouth. Name another action fe- figure that had a spark-generating okay. feature. Um,
2: hmm. Any,
1: line? Any line just ah. needs to have the spark-generating feature. can be a playset, can be a, a vehicle, can be a, yeah. a toy, a figure. Is this me one can yeah. uh,
2: no, Let me, let me <laughs> think. Because um, there, there are plenty of toy lines out there that have that, and I just need to think of one that does. Um I can think of with cars like you know any cars that had them um i know those rocks when you bang them together they used to cause sparks flint. Those, they, uh, a lighter they used to have, no, used to have those, those rocks and a stick and they two balls and you yep. smash them well, so, i remember them yep. yeah yeah um don't know what they're called but they um flint um Off the top of my head. Lads
0: help me out here. Alright. Frank Frank's got it one.
2: All
0: right. Um I say the I think they called the there was a set of three in the original Transformers line called oh, were they, they Firecons? Yes, yes. And then there was three Autobot ones that were SparkBots. Yep. I know I had like one of each, I had there was I forget the actual names, yeah. but it was like a blue Third. Formula One car. Yeah, yep. And then You're like the a, a, a purple Dragon looking thing, yeah, one of the Decepticons. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, a bit like my Sawroid as well. Wore the hell out of the flint and it yeah. doesn't work. <laughs>
1: nah, nah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. The, the, good work, guys. So uh, we we'll go we'll five out of five, team effort. So that's good. Um, I also had Megavolt. I don't know if you remember Megavolt from the Darkwing Duck line by Playmates. He had it a light up chest feature. Right. So the character yeah. was essentially could control electricity. Yeah, yeah, right. So good work. Brilliant. Uh, okay, so we're into the movies and TV show section. So Darren, over to you for your five questions. So you're going very well here. Nine and a half out of ten so far. Oh, no, have confidence. I reckon you're, you're right up there. Okay, so what was the tagline, and I'll accept any tagline, there's about six of them, from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie?
3: Hey dudes, this is no cartoon.
1: Yeah, it's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there was some variations. So there was also this ain't no cartoon, uh, Cal Bunga dudes. All fathers care for their sons, and this one I hadn't heard of. They're mean green and on the screen. Yeah, so yeah I remember yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah,
3: and yeah.
1: And heroes in a half shell. So yeah, well done. That was the one I was looking for. But um. okay, question number two: In the original Thundercats animated series, when Lion-O holds the sword of omens up to his eyes. What power does he ask the sword to bestow upon him?
3: It's been a very long time since I've seen an episode of Thundercats, like, years. So...
1: Sword of Omens, give me...
3: Yeah, yeah, I can remember <laughs> it, but I can't... You know, it's like one of those things you're looking at it in the distance, trying to... Yeah... yeah.
1: Anyone else want to jump in? Yeah, yeah, Ben's got it. Well done. (laughs) Thank you. Good work. It was on the tip of your tongue, wasn't it?
3: It was. Now,
1: here's one. I didn't know the answer to this before I read the question. So, um, see, I think you have... If you don't know it, give it a good guess. Yeah. Because I reckon guess is a way to go. So, in the 1989 Batman movie, when Knox enters the press room, he is handed a cartoon sketch of a Batman, which is a bat in a pinstripe suit. Who has signed their name as the artist on this sketch? The
3: late great Bob Kane. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a
3: very famous, <laughs> and he almost cameoed playing the artist, but couldn't get the green card to work in the UK to do it. Yep. So no, because like that God. was where it shot, it was yeah. almost <laughs> Bob Kane, yeah. and he thought it was a hard. Question. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's
1: right. I thought. So. <laughs> I ready to answer? Yeah. finished. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Okay. Question number four. Ah. Oh, I know you know the answer to this one, but we'll we'll go through it anyway for the for the listeners. Multiple choice question: In early published material relating to Masters of the Universe, the character of Orko was originally referred to as Gorpo. What was the reason his name was changed for the filmation series and subsequent toy line? A, the name Orko tested better with the focus group audience. B, a way of filmation avoid to avoid paying royalties to the Mattel creator of Gorpo, or C. Filmation considered it would be easier and cheaper to animate the O on Orko's chest than the G.
3: And the answer would be C. Yeah. That it was cheaper and easier to animate. Yeah. And the reason, and a
1: bonus point, the reason, or bonus half point, the reason why it would be cheaper?
3: Because they could um, use the cell and flip it over the other way and it would be, uh, what's the term, mate? Asymmetrical? Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas, Whereas the G would if it was the wrong
1: way we'd just look like i dyslexic yeah that's it spot on so you well, you're back up with that bonus point up to to full marks so <laughs> final question to take out the perfect 15 no got, pressure this, this is a, this is a hard one i reckon no, but, <laughs> and and if you don't know again just take a, a guess this is a pop culture themed um podcast in the 1987 superman movie which famous weightlifter and bodybuilder supervised Christopher Reeve's bodybuilding regime.
3: I did know this. And obviously the film is Superman for The Quest for Peace, which ironically enough was the very first Superman film I saw at the cinema and the very first comic book film I saw at the cinema. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, It was one of those where... um, you know, again, I almost thought I knew the answer before you asked it, because I was going to say Mark Pillow, who played Nuclear Man. But, yeah, no, I don't know.
1: So, it is is—it is in the training regime. So, to prepare him for his on-screen performance yeah. as Superman. I think Christopher Reeve needs to bulk up a fair bit. Yep. Do you know of any famous weightlifters and bodybuilders that played other iconic roles in I movies? I do, actually. And one
3: springs to mind is um, Lou Fringo, who played the um, Hulk in the Incredible Hulk uh-huh. television series.
1: That. Would be a very good guess. It's unfortunately incorrect. Anyone else got that one? Pretty. It's pretty
3: Mr. Universe. No. Uh, <laughs> I was say
2: Arnie, but
1: not Arnie. No. Think. Not if, okay, I'll give final clue. If you think Star Wars.
3: David Prowse.
1: It is David Prowse. Yeah. yeah. David Prowse, Thanks. incidentally, was a. I think he represented Great Britain in the Olympics. He was yes. a very, yes, very did. famous uh, weightlifter. So, yeah, that's why... You kind of
3: forget about him for that, because he's almost more famous now as the, the body of Vader. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I did know that once upon a time that, that he was, had this other life before that.
1: Very good. Well, well done, guys. I think that's pretty much, uh, with a bit of assistance, that's a full 15... Bit of 14, 14, out of 15. <laughs> actually gave me
3: five or six <laughs> <No>. supplementary <laughs> clues on that. Very much appreciated, but...
2: And that was a really cool quiz. I, cool. I did. That, I, was. I, that, that was. That uh, was very, um, yeah, very cool. That that, that that damn spark thing was on my head. <laughs> I, I was thinking, I <laughs> you know I had another toy that sparked. What is it? And then, uh, Frank, you called it out, the Transformers. Uh, I had the Predacon characters. So, yeah. so, so,
3: gentlemen, we have two topics here. Um, we've got the um, film topic and the toy topic. Um Ben has chosen the toy topic, so I thought we might start with with him. And so is there, is
1: there a lifeline if Ben's struggling? Can can I jump in for a couple and vice yeah, versa? Yeah, yeah. yeah there, why, you? Not? Okay. why not? So you, why not? Why not? First, first crack. And then yep. like, Pass I'm
3: over. It. To help yeah. you, yeah. Okay, so the first question. Shadow Wing Batman is a famous variant in both Kenner's Dark Knight collection and Batman Returns movie lines. Which other Kenner line did this action picture appear in? Mm.
2: Um, which other toy line? In the...
1: In Kenner's lines, are you talking about this specific action feature, oh, yeah. which is the pop-up It's, it's the
3: pop-up with the wings or the cape, expanding as it did like on film. Yeah. It has been used in other lines. No, nah, no
2: idea, man. Trent, Do you want to man,
3: take bro? a step? Um,
1: I recall the... Dark Knight Collection having a version, yeah. which is, yeah. which, is yeah. which is which is what you mentioned yeah, there Batman in your Re- intro,
3: and Batman Returns recarded it basically. So yeah. The figure. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I'm trying to think to Batman the animated series line whether they had, and I, I can't. they obviously I'll give they had you
3: it. i both a clue. It is not a Batman line. It's not a DC line.
1: And it was done by Kenner.
3: That's right. And, and the is controversially it, done by Kenner. If that's a clue. It should have. You know, there's a whole school of thought that it should have gone to someone else for consistency.
1: No, I'm I'm not getting anything. I'm trying to think. So, Kenner, uh, well, obviously there was the Toy Biz line, but that only had a few yeah, well, fingers, figures, so it wouldn't have been Toy Biz. No, no, it's definitely um, a
3: Kenner-produced line. I'll give you a clue. A tie-in to a cartoon. Would you like the answer? Yeah. 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 Silverhawks. Oh, 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 that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Picture it now. (laughs) Okay, so um, the next question. Kenner's superpowers line produced a number of figure sculpts that were reused in future Kenner lines. There was also a vehicle reused in a future Kenner line. Mm. Name that vehicle and the line it appeared in. Um... In fact, I'll—I'll I'll, I'll be fair here. Just name the vehicle. That'll—that'll be—that'll be fair enough. I'm quite happy to you I'm thinking.
2: I'm thinking. It's like the Superman's escape pod thing. But that's the only thing I can think of. Uh, Trent help Does
1: does oh, I'm thinking I think Trent might know this. i I'm, I'm I might have known it once and it's it's been yeah. pushed out of my brain by some other thing that's probably less relevant. <laughs> um uh, does Robin have a
3: vehicle in that? He has a vehicle that's used um that he's predominantly well there's a vehicle in that line that he's used on a lot of the box art. Um also famously that same vehicle's used with Green Arrow. Um, so yeah, I know the vehicle you're talking about. Is, is it, it the the Superman? No, it's spaceship? not. No. Yeah, that's what I'm going to I'm going to yeah. tell you what it is. It's the highly sought after, highly expensive Bat hopter from Wave Three. Oh, of not, yeah. that was <laughs> that kind reused yeah. in 1990 yeah. for the Dark Knight collection. Yeah. Superpowers one being blue, and yeah, the, no, the Dark Knight one, collection yeah. repainting it for black. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. And. Um, the next question. I'm um, glad you took toys, toy Fab. <laughs> Mattel and which other company passed on the Star Wars license? Mattel and... Which, which other, other company? toy company?
2: Um, so Kenner got it. It was um, uh, Hasbro. No, Hasbro took it. Um, yeah, it must have been Hasbro. Hasbro, was it? No?
3: I'm happy to throw out a lifeline here and say it's a toy company that's no longer around. Is it? Yeah, is it Mego? Migo? Yes. Oh wow! Did not know that. Interesting. And um, now we're moving into the film category. You know, good luck. man, all right, man I'm stuffed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is... Not at all. Not at all. Um, so, harken your minds back to before we were born, if you can. Um, what was the what was the budget to produce the original theatrical version of Star Wars in 1977?
1: Um, it was probably done. Fairly cheaply, uh, I guess. But, you know, obviously there were special effects nonetheless. A lot of models built, a lot of locations shot. And uh, Now, I just want to talk dollars. Are we talking about dollars in terms of 1977 dollars? Yeah, we are.
3: We are talking 1977 dollars and we're talking yep. unaltered Pre special edition. This is what we're yep. releasing in cinemas in 1977 and what will come out
1: on video. Look, I guess you've got to take into account there inflation are. and what, what the value of a million bucks would get you back then. A million bucks would probably get you a fair bit back in 77, I suspect. I reckon so I would say it wouldn't be much more than... And George Lucas, I guess, did a lot of it. You know, he had the, the studio involvement, but he would have... Done a lot of it on his own because he retained a lot of the rights, so there wouldn't have been big dollars involved. So I don't know the number. I'm just trying to,
3: <laughs> trying to <laughs> work it. out, you know, some I, I logical. Right response. I don't think he was paid for it per yeah. se. I think he just took gross and and characters and licences and that. I don't think he was paid a lot for it. So I think you're on the right track. I'm I'm
1: but I'm going to say four million dollars.
3: Is that actually $11 million? But I was stunned at how cheap it was because, and it just goes to show just how talented everyone was on board. You know, Total A agra- game and what you could get back then, you know, um, with talent basically. So, the next question um, Warner Brothers are releasing their very first live action Wonder Woman film, which is in conjunct- conjunction with the characters and franchises' 75th anniversary. How old were. With Batman and Superman when Warner Brothers released their first films, i.e. the Richard Donner Superman film and the Tim Burton Batman film. Uh, and I'll so, give you a clue there were anniversary milestones for those characters as well. It would have been,
1: I reckon so sorry, for for Richard Donner
3: Richard Donner's Superman
1: film. Superman, yeah. So that was that would have been around the fifty year anniversary, if I'm thinking right. So Batman is yeah, and Superman are older than Wonder Woman. So Batman celebrated his seventy fifth year. I'm looking at my animated series line that are still mint on card, and they've got that little seventy five years on the Batman. They have. Um and that they were released, I think, a couple of years ago at least. So that would make Batman seventy eight ish years. Superman, I'm not hundred percent sure on but that that's that's old. I mean that's probably older than Batman itself. So I would go with fifty years. For which one? For Superman and Richard Donner.
3: Yeah and I mean,
1: am I doing my maths right? I don't know I might be I might be way out actually. And
3: and what would you say for Tim Burton's Batman?
1: Uh Tim Burton would have come in eighty nine. Um what are we at on another sort of that'd again be pretty close to fifty years? um 89 2009 yeah probably about the 50 year mark maybe a bit
3: so I'm gonna I'm gonna break some news to you um first of all you're absolutely right um Tim Burton's Batman was the year of the 50th anniversary of Batman it was incredibly hugely marketed back then um as the 50th anniversary of Batman there were almost two separate celebrations that sort of collided with each other. There was a lot of fifty years of Batman merchandise out there that was very comic book influenced. At the same time as all this film related stuff, Superman um, being one year older than Batman in the comics means that for Richard Donner's film, Superman uh, was celebrating his fortieth anniversary. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I was a bit, yeah, I was a bit off. I.
3: But the milestones are there. Um, it seems to be a bit of a thing with the the big three DC that they they enter the big screen and start their their relationship. I know Wonder Woman appeared last year in, in Batman vs Superman, but, but as a lead character, they start their um their um big screen history on an anniversary year, which I think is very cool. So um. No, I've, I've got to give you a pretty solid mark for the Batman answer because that was right on the money. So the next question. Harrison Ford played Indiana Jones in The Raiders of the Lost Ark and the three sequels. But which television star was offered the role but una, uh, unavailable due to his television role to take it on?
1: I believe Nick Nolte was offered the role of maybe Indiana Jones or I might be getting that confused with Harrison Ford in... Star Wars for Han Solo, that might have been Nick Nolte in Star Wars. I reckon it, it, it's actually, I reckon I've got a Magnum P.I. kind of vibe, so Tom Selleck is, is coming at me for... for... Yeah, absolutely <laughs> right. So... He
3: still still verbodes the fact that they were, Magnum P.I. just started airing and, and was rating really solidly, and there was no way that let him, let him out to do the film, and obviously he really badly wanted to do the film, and we all know what it did for Harrison Ford's career. Um. So you're absolutely right on the money. It, it was, um, without a out, out doubt, Tom Selleck.
1: Yeah. And is that right? Did you know about... Is Nick Nolte right on the... Oh, I, I might have just imagined that or dreamt that. I it, seem but, to
3: remember but, his name being thrown about with a lot of others for Han Solo. Yeah. But there were a lot of people, Burt Reynolds, a lot of people that were thrown out for that that character wrong. Um, as well, well done, gentlemen, on 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 the quiz. Very good, very starting. good questions. Yeah, uh, they, yeah, they, they, they got the grey matter working. To... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I tried yeah. to sort of create that sort of buzz around yeah. properties that we're into and, yeah. and that, that yeah. maybe a question or two that maybe you're learning a bit from and or or once if if you don't figure the answer once you hear it you remember. Oh, I'm but... kicking myself
2: for the Silverhawks, yeah. man. I'm like, damn it, I should have
3: known that. Yeah. But, uh, that was the deliberate part yes. of it I mean I'm not to trip you up but to to take you back to the nostalgia of the 80s and and hopefully that that's happened for our listeners as well that that looking back at that that golden era of, of toys and pop culture not to say that this isn't golden era too in, in so many other ways certainly the films that are coming out right now are, are pretty solid you can't fault them on that but um, just to sort of remind people about you know um you know what it is about perhaps how some of us felt what they meant well done
1: thank you good job all right so we'll, we'll kick off with a, a little quiz that ben's put together and i believe this quiz is on is it sort of 80s properties uh, toys no, it's, it's a bit of everything bit of everything oh, okay so sorry uh,
2: yeah I wasn't
1: so just just jump in if you know the answer buzz in with uh
2: <laughs> maybe <laughs> with to kill me isn't it okay uh question 1 uh what year did the first dc batman lego hit retail shelves
1: Bzz, trent i'll
3: go with 2010 and I will go with 2008. James, have you
2: got anything? 2011? I don't know. No, 2006, Ooh. believe it or not. Okay. So, okay, question number two. If you are face-to-face with the mighty Voltron, what color lion is his left arm?
1: that's <laughs> 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 I'm going with green here, but I might have looked over at a Voltron I've got in my toy room.
2: Uh, so, if you're facing, if you're if you're face to face with Voltron, his left arm is actually red. Face to face. All right. Oh. Question three: What year was the death of Superman comic book story arc published in?
3: Beep. Ninety-three. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna... that's what I would have said. But I'm going to go ninety-two. Correct. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, well done, James. Taking the lead. Oh, I got it right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The end of ninety-two. So that's where it came in. Um, What is the planet's name that they encounter the aliens on in the movies Alien and Aliens?
1: I watched that the other day. I should know.
3: Is it it the planet Ridley? (laughs) That's the universe.
2: LV four two six. Um what <laughs> what movie was released in nineteen ninety eight that didn't really get the Marvel backing that it deserved?
3: Beep. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, well oh, well hey! done, James, even with the delay.
2: <laughs> okay. The
3: delay? <laughs> yes, that's
2: correct. Yes, you did. Yes. Yeah, well done. Um what company is the largest tyre manufacturer in the world?
1: <laughs> uh, Beep. Uh, I'll go Goodyear. Goodyear? Dunlop. Dunlop.
2: James, you got anything? Think outside uh, the circle. I uh, would
3: have probably, probably said Goodyear myself.
2: Lego. They make 306 ah! million tiny tyres each year. This is toy-related, so. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: love it. That's just brilliant. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: What is printed on the back of the vintage extended neck piece of extender? P-symbol? That's correct. Well done. Oh,
0: oh yeah.
2: yeah. All right. Another Lego one. Multiple choice question as well. What is the melting temperature point of a regular Lego brick? Is it A... 105 degrees Celsius, B, 115 degrees Celsius, or C, 125 degrees Celsius? I'm going to go 125. 125?
1: Darren? I don't know. I'll go the 115.
2: 105 is the correct answer, so... And uh, last but not least, uh, this is an Australian one. So which Australian capital city was originally founded by John Batman? Melbourne. That's correct. Well done, Daryl. Oh, very good. All right, that sums up my um, little quiz. I uh, hope you all enjoyed it. I hope they weren't too difficult. Um, and uh, well done. We didn't really tally, so well done to everyone. I think James gets. was the
1: clear winner, so well done, James. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff. <Yeah.
3: laughs> That's right.